Today on ABC Devo, Fresh. Welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we examine every song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I am Tom Taylor. I'm John Ingle. I'm a Joe Mazel. I'm Pete the Retailer. And today we are talking about Fresh from 2010's album Something for Everybody. Sorry. Hooray! This is something right, so to talk about. We're a little, yeah, we're, we're getting closer to proving the title's purpose uh, and finding out if there actually is something for everyone on this album. So far, mm. not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but maybe we'll get there. Who can say? It's a mystery. Wrapped in Enigma, wrapped in bacon. <laughs> uh, this wasn't on Enigma. I think this was on Warner Brothers. Oh, again, right? you... Well, this was a yeah. weird. I wrote, uh, and you guys will understand this and laugh at it. Uh, I'm sure instantly. But I wrote, um, I wrote, Enigma Highlander Two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry because it's like they went back to Warner Brothers and then they were like, "Yeah, that other stuff. We're back. Hey, our Warner Brothers. We're, we're Warner Brothers, right? We were never not Warner Brothers." <laughs> and so Highlander Two was like, like all right. Kind of uh, decanonized when Highlander three came out, I think. Right? Isn't that the word? Oh, okay. Yes, and for good reason. Yeah, and every, uh, there was like a misstep, and they were like, you know what? Let's just forget that that ever happened. So I, I feel like like reading some of the stuff when they were like, it's like, yeah, we're back home at Warner Brothers, and everything's fine. And it was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's like good we never them. left, except for the several years of which we did, and openly commented on how terrible being a Warner Brothers artist was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Highlander two, yes. Hmm. Uh, Highlander yeah, two minutes. Oh. This was uh, <laughs> this was the result of their. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the experiment that was uh, something for everybody. That um, we did. Um, this was there was they did the whole kind of focus group slash kind of you know everybody vote thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I voted. That uh, <laughs> I love the in the description it says. Uh, uh, videos use focus groups to arrive at conclusions like fresh alleviates aches and pains, and mm-hmm. three out of five people would hold fresh with their feet for more than three minutes. Mm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, mm. sure, I, 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 I think I, I think there were different stages of this, weren't there? Like they 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 had people vote on like specific sounds or instrumentation or something, but then later on, I think they were just. I think by the time I was aware of it, they were just they just had full songs, and it was basically should this go on the record, yes or no, or right. like you know rank these five songs or something. Yeah, like did you like this part? Did you like that? Did you like that? Yeah. Did you like that? Was that okay? Did we do okay? <laughs> <laughs> do you like us? <laughs> so what you're saying is it was focus grouped. Yes. Yes. And now focusing on this group, what do we all think are fresh? Were you jumping right to the? Whoa, the media no, I'm not there? jumping to the grades. I'm <laughs> okay. just. Uh... <laughs> well, I would say um, if I'm just you told me, relax. <laughs> <laughs> if you told me that this is a lost B-side from Oh No It's Devo, I would fully believe you. It's got a very Oh No It's Devo sound, and the video too. Actually, the video they would probably do exactly the same 
for Oh No, It's Devo than they did as they did uh, in 2010. It's got oh, a very, true. Uh, it's got the same feeling, same kind of like green screeny. Yeah, yeah, green screeny yeah. stuff going on behind them. You Technology, know, the, the sound technological yeah. advance, uh, advancements aside, you are correct. That is pretty much what they would do. I would concur. Yeah. Do you think they'd have uh, bikini butts and uh, in? Oh no, it's Devo era, like they do, because that's really pervasive in this particular video. There's a lot of bikini butts with crying eyes and things, and uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, as the band that performed "I Need a Chick" in 1975, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I think they would have bikini butts, <laughs> right? But and but I don't recall. <clears throat> I don't recall that kind of imagery throughout the video years, though. Like uh, trying French to remember fry in the donut, right? Well, that's, exactly. That's they do different. The French fry that's in the donut. That's yeah. That's not an actual woman's butt. That's what I'm getting at. It's like not as overt. Then, they French like... fry in a donut breaking open. Right. Cut, smash cut to a woman's face looking very unsatisfied. Right. Right. Using <laughs> using montage and you know um, right. kind of absurd imagery is, is different than showing a butt. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm trying to get at here. It's like it's not <laughs> subtle at all. It's they could not have had even a pair creative. of bongos walking down the street or something. Right. Back then, they would have they right. would just that that Sentient slight bongos. bit of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the sentient bongos of Devo. Yes. A potato playing sentient bongos inside there of a hippo's go. mouth. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. We all know what they're getting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can read between <laughs> the lines. Maybe that's how maybe that's how they felt. They're like, you guys know what we're getting at. We're just gonna show you a butt. Like, why are we wasting our time with symbolism anymore? Well now they there can was actually like a <laughs> there was a now minute as I was listening to this, butt. I was like Oh sorry. No, no, I I was making more dumb jokes. Oh, good. Mm. Well, we don't want to step on dumb jokes. No more <laughs> if we did, I'd be out of work. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, yeah, there was like a minute as I was listening to this thinking, well, is it necessarily about exactly what I think it's about? And then I watched the video. I'm like, yeah, it was exactly what I thought it was about. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I understand my Devo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you may be surprised to see how many other people felt differently. Spoiler for an upcoming segment. But in the Get meantime, uh, I just got this to say about Fresh, and I'll tell you. I mean this from the bottom. Pretty solid tune. However, I'm just going to say this. Twice does not rhyme with choice. <laughs> there. Said yeah. it. No one better for saying it. I don't think anyone can argue with you on that. You'd have to seriously <laughs> well, change the pronunciation. Mark would, uh, would argue that point. Choice. Isn't, isn't there a form of rhyme Choice. that includes like the last consonant sound or something? Wouldn't that count in like, I don't know, Shakespeare would pull that or something? Mm-hmm. Could be. They're geniuses. They're on the level of Shakespeare. What, uh, what's, have I brought up there? There's an Eminem song like that that's like it's four you know each it's four lines that rhyme but they don't rhyme at all none of the individual words rhyme but he manages to hit four different bars like on a line on a in, in a way that makes it sound like they rhyme <laughs> that's cool uh, i can't think of which song it is right now because i've got fresh in my head Let's see <laughs> exciting she's so exciting to me that's the wrong fresh oh man First wrong. it was the wrong cameo, now it's the wrong fresh. <laughs> this album just uh, throws my mind into a muddle. Hmm. Um, well, uh, well, speaking of confusion, there was some confusion mm-hmm. over the uh, the title of the album, 
which at one point Jerry said, no matter what the title of the album is, it'll be fresh. And everybody was like, wait, the title of the album is fresh? <laughs> and then he was, apparently it was, it, nobody knew what to make of it. And they were like, well, I think the album's called Fresh for a while until uh, April 17th, 2010. Uh, they played at Coachella and it was record mm-hmm. store day. And they released this as a 12-inch vinyl single. It's the fresh on the A side and what we do on the B side. Which ah. we get two months from now. Huh. Um, and a sticker uh, on the on the outside confirmed that the title of the new album is Something for Everybody. It said, like, fresh from the new album, Something for Everybody. And so that was the official debut of the huh. album title, that it was not fresh, but it was on the fresh single. Hmm. To, I don't know if that makes for more or less confusion, but uh, um, I don't own this. And now reading about that, I really I, I should probably get that the the twelve inch single of Fresh and what. Oh we yeah, do. yeah. It seems like money well spent to me. Sure. I think that was that the one where the cover has a bowl of fruit on it. <laughs> Maybe fruit can be fresh. Maybe that's what they're singing about. Uh, sweet and tangy, yeah, Fruit. yeah. Sweet and tangy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, it is a uh, the the cover is a uh, a woman's hand um, reaching to either Go place on. or remove um, a banana <laughs> from a uh, an energy dome that is overturned and full of fruit. I don't uh. get it. So there's a, it's, there's. So what you're saying is it's subtle. Oh, and everything's blue. <laughs> hmm. The fruit and the energy dome are all blue. Huh. Including the, the banana. For that matter. So. Oh. So I did want to uh, get back to the video real quick, if that's okay. Sure. Hey, um, listen to your heart, man. Because I, I realized we haven't talked about, you know, we'll, we occasionally will discuss, uh, I, maybe we haven't even discussed this enough yet, is wardrobe. You know, I think mm-hmm. occasionally we talk about Devo's wardrobe, uh, different changes they had in different eras. Uh, one we've certainly not talked about yet is the uh, this gray mask situation that's going yeah. on in this era of Devo. So, mm-hmm. uh, what do we what do we think? What do you guys think about this? When you see this, uh, see them in these uh, these gray jumpsuits or silver? Would you call them silver or gray? I would lean silver. towards silver. I would. Yeah, go I think gray. you're right. They're just hmm. shiny enough. Yeah. Oh, it's the new it's the new blue dress or pink oh, dress. Right. <laughs> oh God, we're going to start a controversy. I think silver is a shiny gray, isn't it? Silver is a Whoa, shiny man. gray. You can write that that's, down. Somebody crochet that, that immediately. That's amazing. So you just I, I might have to stop for a minute. It's the sound of one Think about clapping. that a little bit. Wow. Silver is a shiny gray. <laughs> um, the, the, the late era, like, I'm thinking the Nick Rocks era Grateful Dead song that had a video. Grateful Dead had a music video. Touch, touch of gray. Touch, touch of gray. Of gray right? yeah. And is that out yeah, every silver the, lining has a touch of gray. Oh, so there you go. That's Whoa, this. man! I'm just as Whoa. heavy as the Grateful Dead. Yeah, and this time it's perfectly appropriate to say "man" at the end of it. <laughs> it's true. Talking about the Grateful Dead. That's right. And I think even like Grateful Bill Dead Walt. might Isn't be the Bill Walton in that man video. Lyrics. What's that? I didn't hear yeah. you. What was that? Oh, I was saying, isn't like Bill Walton in that video or something? I'm just trying to think of that. I remember seeing that was a pop-up video favorite in the old VHS day, VH1 days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I, maybe it was that one of the people was wearing a Bill, Bill Walton Celtics jacket or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I think that actually might be it. Oh, weird. 
Anyway, why are we talking about the Grateful Dead right now? Um, <laughs> that wasn't my idea, I can assure you. Gray. Gray. Gray man. Silver is a so shiny the gray, gray. So the uh, arguably gray uh, outfits uh, with the uh, face masks. Yeah. What do we think about that? That was well, the it, question posed, and yet not the question answered until now. <laughs> oh, here comes the answer. Oh, no, I was waiting for you guys to go in. <laughs> There's no correct answer. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll submit. I'm, I, have, I have a mixed viewpoints for this for several reasons. Number one, um, I've gotten to the point where I don't like to think of Devo as a novelty band. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was always yeah. at that point, but, like, I would never, you know, I tended not to vocalize it, where in the last couple of years I've really been like, no, you know, they were, like, an art punk experimental uh, band. Screw you guys. They're more than just funny outfits. And what do they do? They go on and make more funny outfits. Um, well, that's part of the art. Yeah, and that is part yeah. of the art. There's a visual aesthetic to it, and I, I would be a fool to ignore that. And I'm no fool. Uh, what's weird to me, though, is that they do two, count them, two different outfits for the Something for Everybody album, because they have that, and they also have the Blue Energy Domes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They actually have three, if you've seen some of the other videos that we'll get to. Oh, later. man, now you're blowing yeah. my mind. Man. See? And, and I actually like the Blue Energy Domes. I think that's kind of cool. I, I like that. I like the image on the front of the album. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that was a change to uh, that was also put up to a vote. I think they they said, "Hey, what color? <laughs> if we were going to come back and have energy domes, what color should they be?" And, wow. and that color blue ended up winning. That's a it's a nice color blue. It's hmm. I, I, I'm sure there's a name for that color blue. Maybe we could find that out sometime. It's fresh. But um, I think these gray <laughs> masks make me a little uncomfortable. Uh, and I think I get just a slight little eyes wide shut vibe from them, and maybe mm. that's why. <laughs> I would I would posit that that was the design, like to I mean that yeah. was by design. Excuse me, that yeah. to to make it to make you just a little bit uneasy. Sure, um, I think that's what all of their kind of era outfits were, more or less. Yeah, a point. An argument could certainly be made for that, and that's um, art. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. This one's a little bit more on the creepy side, and and I'm not even saying this is bad. I think you're right. I think this is a, there's a certain intentionality to that. But mm-hmm. uh, when I watch this video, I'm a little bit more put off by their appearance than I am in any other era of the, of the band. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring that up because I was just a little like, yeah, this, I don't know what to think of Mark's glasses on the outside of the mask. And, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a little yeah. creepy. I wonder what we would think if they weren't middle-aged men while wearing it. See, I was that's just the thing. thinking I the think same I thing. I can't. Yeah. My my initial reaction when I see him is like, oh my gosh, these guys are like, you know, whatever, yeah, sixty year old men like still doing this thing, and then I'm, the, immediately after that, I'm like, you know what, these guys are sixty year old men, they're still doing this stuff, that's great. Yeah, they're like, it's so dorky. Like all their all their outfits have been very dorky, except for maybe like, uh, actually, you know, the yellow suits were really cool, and oh, the yeah. uh, and cool. like the sort of skater thing and stuff. Right. Those are cool. But yeah, everything uh, after that has been like very forced and very weird and very cool. Like, you know, you grow to love them. Like the the hair and stuff from New Traditionalist and everything. And like even like the whole potato thing with the ring. I don't know. The new Jack swingsuits from uh, Smooth Noodle Maps. Well, <laughs> well should, should should we rank their outfits from dorkiest to coolest? I think that's I... saved for a weekend edition. Yeah, you got to pay for that sure. information. Okay. Topic. <laughs> Hey, there you go, folks. There's a reason to come over to Patreon. One of these days, you'll have to wait for it, maybe. But one of these days, we'll rank yeah. the the outfits of Devo. 
when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think I like the gray, goofy, weird, dorky thing just because it's them and because they keep doing it they keep coming up with a new dorky outfit and i'm right. I'm, I, I support them in that and to a certain extent you know if you are going to be a 60 year old man doing this like having a mask that covers most of your face is probably not the worst, worst idea. idea if you're, yeah, if you're trying to totally you know, by design. What, recapture what the, feet? the glory of your uh, 20s that's <laughs> true <laughs> And, you know, they probably learned, and this might be uh, a ridiculous thing to say or it probably has some truth to it, but they probably learned from Kiss that you don't take the makeup off. Mm. Like, they, mm. Kiss tried that. You know, they said, ah, we're past that whole makeup thing. And it was a huge disaster. Nobody bought the record. Nobody came to the shows. Which they is turned a shock with such quality them, tunes as Lick It oh, Up. Yeah, Lick It Up. Was such a, if only it's they would wear the Kiss makeup. Blows. <laughs> oh, hot but, uh, take from Tom. <laughs> we do know that. I mean, uh, I've, I've read interviews with with Jerry where he's talked about learning lessons from Kiss actually you know uh watching their success wondering why they were more successful and so on but but knowing that they fit together in a certain way I certainly I don't like Kiss at all so I'm not trying to compare them yeah. musically by any means but I imagine they thought you know well look at what uh, what was it 2000 I don't know 2004 5 when Kiss made that big comeback it was hugely successful and they put all the makeup on, and they did the old thing. So I imagine Devo looked at that, maybe, or at least had it in the back of their mind. Like, yeah, we don't want to come back and just wear street clothes on stage, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. We're Devo. we got to bring something. So they came up with some new stuff, and good on them for bringing up new stuff, too, because they didn't just come out in red energy domes or anything, either. So. Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, still I commend them, of, but, it, but it creeps me out a little bit. <laughs> they uh, still kind of uh, went for nostalgia vibe, all like though, because like in this video, Bob One is playing the guitar he used in "Girl You Want," mm-hmm. or at least an exact an exact replica of it. Like the blue energy mm-hmm. domes are obviously meant to recall the classic red energy dome. Yeah, there's a sort of what's the word I'm looking for? There's a marketing savvy uh, yeah. to this album, which uh, for the most part. You know, hats off to him. It's like an incontinuity yeah. reboot. It's like the Force Awakens. If I can, exactly. Make, if I can make everything Star <laughs> right. Wars. Um, but yeah, everything I mean, is Star Wars. Well, they don't. They also like a. How weird would it be if they just came out in like jeans? It'd be like, yeah. what? What's going yeah. on? I don't understand. But then, uh, um, then they also do like after after this tour. Then like they basically make like a like a shorthand. You know, it's almost like like. Uh, so to follow the Kiss analogy, it's, it's it's almost like you know like Kiss now where it's Gene and Paul, but then you got two other guys. You got I, uh, uh, Tommy Thayer and I don't know who's who's playing drums currently. Eric Singer maybe. Um, How do you know that? Wearing the ma- the makeup, wearing you know Ace and and Peter's makeup, like where you know historically when they changed people and they brought in a new person, they would give them new makeup and then like everything mm-hmm. would. But here they're just like, no, people don't care. They just want to see Kiss. So, like, then Devo, when they tour now, they'll do, I mean, not right now, because I don't think they're actually actively playing, but the last couple of tours after this album, they would do, you know, a yellow suit with Energy Dome, which never really was a, a thing. Like, it, that wasn't <laughs> right. an era. That's just, like, shorthand Devo. So everybody's like, yep, that's Devo. Like, you know, it's... uh they've basically just kind of like summarized themselves and, and that's fine too. Yeah. It's like a sort of Epcot kind of Devo. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like all the, all the shorthand. Yeah. All the, all the bullet points of Devo in one outfit. Yes. Yeah. No, indeed. 
So, what do you guys think this song is about? I thought you were going to be like, so, why does Pete know the members of KISS? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? That's a whole other episode. Let's sit Pete down. Uh, Um, This song is about, I don't want to say it. Oh, is it? (laughs) Now I can sleep at night. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) Now it can be told. Um, we have images of a bikinied uh, bottom and front mm-hmm. bottom. You can cut that out. And also um, uh, kitty cats and uh, fruit and uh-huh. uh, I don't know. I, 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 somebody else say it. Uh, sex? Is that the word you're looking for? Yeah, but you know what's the, you know what the, the, it, it, I think it's like more specific than that, and, and that that kind of makes me a little queasy in a weird way. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right, Tom. And you um, said it before, John. Sweet and tangy. Yeah, sweet and tangy. Trailing vapors, trailing vapors, sweet uh, and tangy. Following your nose, yeah, come like, on. going wherever it goes. But yeah. then also blasting through the sands of time. It's also that's like what blanketing the high rise <laughs> towers and blasting through the sands of time. Yeah, some people are just more passionate than I, you, dude. What do you want so. from me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, then the next line Aren't is it's young? useless to resist its power. So we're talking mm. about, I mean, this is the all-powerful what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what they think on songmeanings.com. Oh, yes, please. Right. We obviously well, need help. There are, there, are two com- there, there are two comments that uh, stuck out for me. One is uh, to the point and kind of agrees with us. And Pete, get your beeper ready. Um, <laughs> it's about either weed or not sure which. <laughs> what? Weed? <laughs> Wait. But, uh, but, oh, if you think the weed one is good. Wait, was somebody supposed to page me during that? Because I didn't get anything. Ahem. <laughs> <clears throat> this song is brilliant. It's clearly about chemtrails and their, how their implementation relates to mind control. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to learn more, go clearly. to, and uh, then they uh, p- provide a link to a uh, chemtrail video. Hmm. Oh, man. You know, I'd, I'd love it when they uh, use that special chemtrail mixture that's all sweet and tangy, you know? Yeah. And it just makes me want to follow that chemtrail wherever it goes. Like, what is he talking about? Why? Nothing about the, the like actions with that are described within this song has anything to do with chemtrails. Well, to be fair, there okay. are a lot of chemtrails in the video. True. There you go. And and it's which is weird. Uh, trailing vapors, and it's uh, it's waiting just outside of town. It's daring him to track it down. It's blanketing the high rise towers. Yeah, mm. but the, daring him to track power. it down. This is all chemtrails. I'm, I'm mind control chemtrails. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing it. Well, oh, there's another, you, there's another commenter that uh, questions that and says, I don't think the song is about chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about the revival of their music, but the corporations can easily use the video to hijack the song to brainwash people about chemtrails with it. Oh, huh. boy. That oh. was a sentence. I don't know exactly how. But it's yeah. a sentence. <laughs> there were words contained by yeah. punctuation. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I just don't want to ever give in to the idea that Kim Trails is a thing, I guess. Maybe that's why I'm being so resistant to that. <laughs> well, one commenter agrees with you when they say simply and concisely, Kim Trails are not real, you morons. <laughs> <laughs> you morons. <laughs> you idiots. You knuckleheads. <laughs> um... Yeah, the only but come on. <laughs> the only Kim, the only good Kim trails is the Beck single, mm. um, or a dead Kim trail. <laughs> what? Or a dead Kim trail? <laughs> well, wouldn't that be the same? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. 
Mm, indeed. Mm. Mm. Well, so barring that interpretation. <laughs> um, barring that exceptionally lucid and valid interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that this... Uh, up until now, you know, I didn't really... Uh, I'm not a lyrics guy. So up until studying mm-hmm. it for this, I was never really like... What's this song about? I was just like, yeah, this Diva song. I like it, fresh. <laughs> and then uh, now I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Oh. Um, and it's not like I'm opposed, you know, I'm not a prude. I'm not opposed to uh, celebrating. You're not a stick in the mud. Thing. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It, 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 it made me pause. I was taken aback. I would uh, say that it's sort of like a modern updating of Girl You Want in a lot of ways. Not only because of the guitar, but because mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, yeah. thematically simu- uh, similar. Yeah, like waiting just outside town, trailing vapors, all that uh, similar mm-hmm. kind of imagery in Girl You Want. Which, uh, And let's face it, a common Devo thread is sexual frustration. Right. Oh, yes. And unreleased libido. Right. So, yeah, what can you do? It's Devo. Hey. It's not like they were, you know... Writing songs about uh, you know the French and Indian War, and all of a sudden it was like, wait a yeah. minute, why is this song about? <laughs> um, you know, it, it totally does fit in their their kind of uh, uh, milieu, but it's uh, yep. it's just a little <laughs> bit more direct, maybe than. Uh, but even still, I mean, it's not you know it's, it's poetic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's much more ACDC. direct than uh, I need a chick. Right. Well, <laughs> that's not the that's not the the poster child of earlier Devo. <laughs> no, that would be Bamboo Bimbo. Hey, can't wow, let an wow, episode go God. by without mentioning it. <laughs> oh, it just can't happen. Can He's it? got the chalkboard. Did somebody mark that one down? <laughs> um, all right. Well, how do we feel about this? Should we put this into uh, uh, into grades? How do we feel about the song? Do we like it? Uh, do we feel differently after hearing the lyrics, reading the lyrics? Well, hey, for a change of pace, I'll go first. Oh, hey. Um, you know, it's a pretty good tune. I'll give it that. Um, I, you know, we have a particularly fresh batch for this recording session, so I'm going to, so that has to be in consideration, but that has to be taken into consideration, excuse me, ladies, gentlemen, but uh, I give it a solid B+. Plus. Hmm. Hmm. I, um, Curious. You know what? I concur with with that uh, estimation. All uh, right. As we're as we're talking about it here, I'm like, you know, it, it's definitely it's catchy. It's good. It's not, um, you know, they can be as um, suggestive as they want without being as long as they're not kind of uh, overt and and uh, upsetting. <laughs> and this, <Yeah>. is, you <laughs> know, this is poetic enough that I wasn't just you know listening to it. I was uh, up until up until now. I was never like, wait a minute. So, um, you know, whether or not this, uh, you know, the lyrics deserve the, the mantle of poetry is, is one thing. I'm, I'm saying they're being poetic and just you know, being obscure enough. Um, but I, I, I enjoy it and I like the, you know, the beat is good. It's, it's, it moves real quick. It, it certainly, to have this be the, the single, it was the first single, right, that they came out with in the, in the interim? Or is there, where are there other ones? I get them confused. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe this is the last single. Maybe this is the third single from it. But having this be a single, you know, as we discussed, there was a kind of the slow 
the slow and low period, uh, the Enigma era of Devo, and then there was just basically soundtrack stuff and all that. And then it's like, hey, Devo's coming out with a new album, and here's a song from it that really moves, and they have energy, and they're not mm-hmm. they're not dying <laughs> slowly in front of us. Um, so it's, yeah, it's that that makes it worth it, and it you know could could be further if it maybe was a little more. Um, I don't know. I, I would be tempted to go higher at times, but B plus is certainly a good. I, I I'll I'll go with B plus. All right. Nice. I uh, I'm fluctuating mm-hmm. between a B and a B minus. Whoa. I don't. And yeah, I I like it. I like it's a good song. Uh, there's there's parts of it that feel a little. I don't know, forced maybe, and not 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 lyrically, but just like the, uh, um, I don't know the 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 you know there's the there's like some of the energy feels a little forced, feels a little like oh let's do something energetic instead of like having it come out like sort of naturally from whatever they're they're doing. I don't know if that makes sense, but so that it it doesn't get up into b plus for me because of stuff like that although it is like as you say it's it's nice anytime something new is at all good that's a cause for celebration so that's uh that's why it's in the b's but I'll, you know I'll, I'll give it a solid b i'll give it a b hmm. i can accept that okay okay well um i'm staring i'm staring at the grade i gave it uh, that i decided <laughs> on after a few uh, listens and I'm and I'm looking at it and I'm going you know what this is the right grade I think it's the right grade and, and I'll tell you why there's I'll just give you one specific reason why this song got knocked down just a little bit for me okay and that is okay so you know when you're watching a movie and you're like this movie's Do great I this ever. movie's great this movie's great and then there comes a moment in the movie whether it's a narrative issue or a special effect even sometimes or something and it takes you and you know everybody says this so it took me out of the movie mm-hmm there's one line in this and how it's delivered that took me out of this song. And I was enjoying the song uh, on a certain level. Now, it still had some things like from this era of Devo that I just kind of don't like. It's a little too, the production's a little too clean for me. And I don't know. Um, it just doesn't, I don't know. I guess it's this old Devo sound is what I like. So mm-hmm. I'm a little prejudiced, I guess, against the new Devo, as uh, the new sound. But when he goes, um, I died and went to heaven, and the way he delivers that line, it I it's terrible to me. That's, that part <laughs> just makes me cringe. It sounds like he's trying. I don't know. It's too like like kind of cliche rocker style the way he sings that. And I'm just like, what, uh, you, I know what, what you did mean. you do? Died and went to heaven. It's like, whoa! What did you do that for? That doesn't <laughs> sound right at all. Yeah. And <laughs> that line, but, but I hate to interrupt your your grade no, explanation, ahead. but up until uh, researching it for this episode, I swore that that line was uh, like like the bat that went to heaven because it was around the time that that, <laughs> that bat was on the, the mirror space universe meatloaf song. No, there was, that bat kind of like was sleeping, like hanging off the fuel tank of the space <clears throat> shuttle, and they got launched, and there was space bat. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Um, and then there was a whole big <laughs> deal about that, and I just completely assumed it was like, oh yeah, like the bat, like space bat. They're talking about space bat, like the bat that went to heaven. Like he just flew up into the <laughs> and, and like made total sense in my head. Uh, up until just recently, I was like, oh, it's like like I died and went to heaven. So I, I had I remembered that I had thought that and didn't anymore, my grade might have gone down just a touch. But yeah, go ahead. I, I don't I don't want it to go unnoticed that. Uh, 
that Joe just referred to, uh, the bat that went to heaven is a mirror universe meatloaf song. Right. So uh, that, that, that should have uh, that joke Thank should have been heard, but it, it, yeah, it just wasn't. <laughs> anyway, that's good, Joe. Very good. Um, oh, you guys. Well, nevertheless, uh, piece of business. Mm, I do my best work when I'm making fun of meatloaf. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah, it's my most hated of all loaves, personally. But anyway, um, I would probably be right there with Tom if it wasn't for that damn line. I, I think B minus would have been it, but I got to knock it down to a C plus. It just like wow. too cringy, and he doesn't even just say it once; he says it twice, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to, to go C plus on this one, uh, and I think I feel good about that. I feel good. Hey, about man, fair enough. I don't have a problem with you giving it that grade. Yeah. Like I don't, a, yeah, I don't have a problem with this being knocked off the B side. I think that's fine. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Now, uh, Peter, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If I like this song, mm-hmm. and I want to hear songs like it, uh-huh. what would I do, and what would those songs be? Well, let's say you had a program uh-huh. called Spotify. Spotify what now? Uh-huh. And you went, you opened it up, and you went, uh, and you said, hey, I like this song. Make a radio station off this song. All right. Uh, uh-huh. I'm with you. And it uh, and it did, and it played fresh first, and you're like, that's wow. good. The, wh- wh- I wonder what's next. What then, would be next? Um, oh, I just did it again, and it was different. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. I was trying to get a couple of for that. Oh, interesting. Wait a minute. Things Spotify have, is self-aware. It is. Things have changed <laughs> since the last time that I that I called this up. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, when I did it earlier today, um, the next song up in the radio station was "Summer's Cauldron" by XTC. All huh. right. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if that's using. <laughs> I wonder if "Summer's Cauldron" is a similar uh, uh, um, kind of. Uh, if they're evoking a similar. Uh, <laughs> It's about Kim now, am I off my now am I off my rocker, or is uh, this the second time XTC has shown up on the Spotify Devo playlist? I believe it they is. have, yeah, shown up once yes. before. They're they're um, a band that I always mean to go listen to more, and I don't. So, yeah, hey, there's only so many hours in the day. What are you going to do? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Summer's Cauldron by XTC. Go listen to that. Tell if it's if it, is that about the same thing. I don't know. You know who knows? Alex Robinson. He's a big XTC fan. I'll ask him. Oh, yeah, good idea. Um, but then, um, hey, speaking of Spotify, you know, you can go to, uh, I actually went and set this up. Uh, you can go to uh, abcdevo.com slash mixtape, um, and it'll take you to uh, the mixtape, the songs that have made it onto the mixtape. Or, you know, you want to go a little deeper, you can go to uh, abcdevo.com slash b-side. Um, don't put a dash in that because I don't think that works. Just write out B side, hmm. um, but that'll get you to the the playlist or the B side, and you can listen to both of those on Spotify. All the songs that are available, of course, stuff from um, Total Devo and Smooth Noodle Maps. I don't f- know that there's any danger of either of those arriving on uh, either the mixtape or the B side. But if they were, they wouldn't be there. Um, <laughs> we'll use that as our excuse. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, but uh, yeah, go check those out. Um, check us out on Twitter at ABC Devo, all that stuff. Facebook, we can talk about this kind of a thing over at the uh, ABC Devo Smart Patrol on uh, Facebook. And um, on Tuesday, nope, that was today. On Thursday, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You know, we're 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 done with the F's, guys. Oh boy. So we're moving Whoa. on from the F's. We're we're about what, to, what letters next? We're about to kind of <laughs> uh, kind of burst through. We're about to break like there's like a barrier at the end of F, and we're about to kind of like um, we're about to kind of it, they're 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 it's not quite a fence. It's more like uh, <laughs> it's more like gates. They're gates of steel that we're gonna open up. Hmm. And we're gonna twist. Oh, we should twist those away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just twist those. Yeah. That's, that's all you got to do. Oh, so it's a twist. Sorry. And for ones that are half a goon and half a god, such as us, uh, save it. Should be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, okay. uh, that's what we'll be talking about. We're getting into the G's on Thursday. Gates of Steel. Meet us back here. ABC Devo. ABC Devo. ABC Devo. ABC Devo. <laughs> See? See? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the best, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you can cut that out, Pete.